I've deleted several. (laughs) (laughs) But that's Uh, the name of the show, so Brent tells me it's okay. Yeah, but it's not the worst thing in the world. You destroy the files on your podcast called Destroy the Files. I think think the listeners understand and appreciate that. The worst is when uh, you start talking to somebody that you know a little bit. You don't know that they're recording uh, to begin with. And they're like, do you really want to say that on the air? I'm like, we're recording? (laughs) (laughs) Talking spicy about people, and it's like, (laughs) let's delete that, please. (laughs) Did um, Brent explain what we do? No, I listened to one of them. Yeah, we just ramble on. Like, um, we each find a fun fact or or stupid story from our lives. and um, We're more bullshitters. Talk about ovipositors, for example. No, we don't talk about that. That's the one okay. thing we cannot talk about. Uh, no. <laughs> no. It's gross. Just disgusting. If people are in love, it shouldn't matter. What? What are you talking about? Well, it's this. It's a It's a, a sex a- apparatus. You can plug your ears, Kate. All right. And, and so what is like an alien you know wang and you put these gelatin eggs inside it and then you put it in you know inside of uh, somebody who trusts you presumably and consents and then you squeeze the eggs out and then then they've got like a little clutch of eggs inside them which they can then lay it can be isn't that the grossest thing ever <laughs> i don't know <laughs> <laughs> in your face kate <laughs> i don't know we could get the manufacturer on here, Kate, and we could talk to no. them and have all kinds of questions. So that's what we do on our podcast, Eddie. That's good. <laughs> our one listener loves us. <laughs> ah, I know that feeling. Ah. On that note, hello, listener, and welcome to your new 23rd favorite podcast right behind Shit I Hate About My Stepdad. It's Destroy the Files with Kate and Brent. This is a podcast we should maybe just delete right after recording and where the only limit is your imagination. Hi, I'm Kate, editor, writer, urban explorer. And I'm Brent, beer enjoyer, story writer, waster of other people's time. Today we have a very special guest, Eddie Generous. Welcome. Hi. I write books and I edit books and I make art for books. I sometimes take part-time jobs doing uh, manual labor. Uh, I haven't done that for a while, but, uh, you know, it pays better. I I read books. Uh, That's about it, though. If you were at work, a child, a child at work, my kid's teacher, someone who owns a lot of tigers, a member of the Dutch Illuminati, or my own dear sweet mother is not recommended that you listen to this profanity-packed fucking podcast. All right. We're introduced. Yeah, I just have to do a quick... um, Sponsor read, and we can get on with the show. Uh, this portion of the podcast is brought to you by Johnny Utah's Bottomless Pit Barbecue. Johnny has the best ribs you'll find around these parts, served in a down-home, family-friendly atmosphere. And don't forget to step out back and gaze into the bottomless pit. How deep does it go? How does it generate a constant icy wind? How does that wind hiss your name? Johnny is sad to report that due to unforeseen transformations, our lower you a little ways into the pit service has been discontinued. Stop down to Johnny Utah's Bottomless Pit Barbecue today. Welcome, Johnny. Yeah, glad to have him on board. Nice. I love a nice barbecue. Get that sauce all over your fingers and on your face. I have a problem with always getting it on my shirt. 
Yeah. So Texas or North Carolina, which is the best barbecue? Wisconsin. <laughs> Wisconsin? <laughs> Bar none. <laughs> Do you, you barbecue in Canada, right, Eddie? Not me. I have had I've had barbecue food. Uh, I don't do it though. I, I I don't know. I like more non-American foods. Yeah, like Mexican. Ah, yeah, that's a good one. Or Indian. I don't know. Yeah. Uh, we don't have barbecue restaurant in this town though. There's not not a one. So I guess if I wanted to start one, uh, I'd probably you know be doing all right. Do it. Should. So Brent, where have your thoughts been this week? I guess the main thing that's occupied my, my brain has been an uh, article I saw on techexplore.com. Basically, Sony is thinking about making a robot friend for gamers, and there's a little cartoon. There's like this little cloud guy sitting on a couch next to a guy playing a game. They're saying, oh, computer games are more fun with friends and, and stuff, and the guy, like, the little robot or avatar or whatever will... Uh, you know, determine your mood and respond accordingly, make suggestions like if you're frustrated or tired, maybe it's time to put it down or just cheer for you when do cool stuff or whatever. I've been thinking about it. Is this an object that sits on the sofa next to you or is it like a Teddy Ruxpin or some shit? (laughs) Oh, so my, my brain immediately goes to, um, you know, much like when they start growing the, the meat things, the little, whatever I like eight podcasts back people are going to start having sex with. Well, so what happens when the robot becomes self-aware, right? Gets sick of cheering for you. Every time you headshot a bandit, you know, the robot's going to be like, sorry, it's like, Oh, this is fucked up, you know, or when the robot has had enough of being turned into a bong, let's say, but (laughs) is that what you would do with your robot? I would never own one because I don't trust our, future overlords but we got to be honest here you you know damn well what's going to happen right if as nobody's going to want you know barney sitting next to him nobody wants to tell sitting next to him cheering for him and they sh- they don't even want fucking r2d2 they want princess leia in her metal bikini and, and so that's their gamer friend and from there it's a very very slippery slope to naughty town and and, and then then they're banging their robot game cheerleader, and 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 then what? And they got to clean it out. Oh, yeah. The people who would have a robot cheerleader though probably do need like a a sex bot too. Well, that's what I'm saying. You know, it's gonna be it's gonna be all in one: a video game cheerleader, a sex bot, a bong, um, dishwasher. Get to wash some dishes for you too. Is it is it appropriate to call it a she? Well, might as well. They yeah. <laughs> teach you how to cook. Come down to like which which genitalia part you put on, because it's like you got to think it's like detachable. Yeah, and you know you those damn things both. are gonna be expensive because you're gonna be like, oh, I want so and so and so's vagine today, and and maybe the next time I'll be like, oh, well, let's try something else. And then, but each one of those is is gonna be premium price you know yeah it's like it's like when you got the sega genesis for christmas and your parents were like that's you get that game so you play sonic for like three years because mm-hmm. your parents would never buy you a new game so you're like fucking the sonic pussy for three years mm-hmm. and you never get to you can never afford a new one that's tough 
That's just new problems. And you go over to your friend's house and he's got altered beast and you're like, hey, can I try that? You're like, no, no, that's that's mine. yeah. We got all of them, all of them. He's got them lined up on the walls, all the different ones. Friends, maybe, God. Maybe, maybe I could those? borrow that for one for for like a weekend. You know, no, you can't borrow my stuff. So like never six get minutes, man. Six minutes. That's all I need. Oh man, these fucking rich pricks lording all their cool stuff over us. What about you, Kate? What's, what's been occupying your thoughts? Well, now that we live in a new world, I'm pretty sure there are going to be some new rules. So um, I know a little bit about the navigating the new rules. Because um, so, this one time I went to a new world um, back in the 90s. Like, what was the year when the guy... Who killed his wife drove the van around Los Angeles. Do you remember what year that was? You don't even remember that, huh? Um, well, it was OJ. OJ, OJ. I wanted to say RJ, but that's another asshole I know. Um, I it was 95, wasn't it? Yeah, so that was the year that um, I quit my job at a college um, because of some people. And um, because I'm a rebel, I went down to the factory by my house and got a um, job in the canning factory, uh, which is every bit as glamorous as that sounds. And I made lots of money, but I worked 21 days because it's food. Did you ever get your hand stuck in one of those cans? I did not. But I had them explode on me. They were gross. We did beets and then black slime would cover you. I really still can't stand the smell of corn from a can. It's gross. But um, I worked for 21 days and then I got one day off and 21 more days. But, you know, money. I like money. After about six months, it was winter in um, western New York and uh, the building didn't have heat because they process food. My thoughts might have been a little skewed, but the um, the labor rep who wheat wooed me outside, you know, wheat woo. He said, uh, you want to go to Puerto Rico and rent my house there? It's warm. And I said, um, yes. And then he looked at me like he was the dog who caught a car. But he's not getting off the hook. He offered, I am going and I have money, which is a life lesson. If I have money, I, um, I do some ill-conceived things. <laughs> but anyway, I went to um, Puerto Rico and rented this awesome house. On, an, on the island, right on the beach. And it was like 300 bucks and three bedrooms. And it had hot water, which was really great. And, and is that where you live next door to Pepito? Yeah. <laughs> yes, it was. Oh, poor um, Pepito. Eddie, Kate ate Pepito. What's a Pepito? He's a goat. This dear, sweet nice. pet goat that her neighbor had. And Kate ate him. It was delicious. And her daughter was friends with Pepito and... Love to pet him every day and play with him and frolic. Yeah, so I took my, my second grader with me. And uh, anyway, so it was 90 degrees and it's warm all the time. And I lived in a in a really awesome house in a place called Amaguas. And uh, it was pretty great. Before I got a job, I used to sit down on the beach at the cantina and um, drink rum drinks and pretend I was homeschooling. I sent Christine out to look for um, plants and, and rocks so she could learn science. <laughs> it was fun. And um, she's uh, she's got her um, her slingshot and her uh, 
her medicine bag because she's always been kind of a weird kid and uh, collecting stuff. And then I see her out there like 50 yards away and she's starting to flail around a bit and making some noise. And then I see some jumping. And then do you have a kid, Eddie? No. Brent does. Mm. There's this sound that kids make. Like there's like I'm a board and I'm wine screen. But then there's that other sound when you know like a leg came off or something. There's a scream. So she made that sound and I jump up and like all the other people jump up too and they run and run and then I'm not that fast. So this like fisherman guy grabs her she's like a little blonde girl and grabs her and runs with her to his boat it's like oh, fuck. now i gotta tell her dad like pirates got her i don't know <laughs> but he doesn't take her on his boat he takes her out into the surf and dunks her up and under the water and turns out she was covered by a swarm of hormigas which are um, an especially nasty bunch of fire ants that only grow in the tropics. I didn't speak a lot of Spanish, and I was way out in the country, so um, I I learned what I was supposed to slather on her so she wouldn't puff up like a blowfish. And then they told me that um, girls shouldn't be playing. Like, um, girls should work. So um, that was a lesson I learned. And the moral of the story is, if you're going to go to a new world, there's going to be some new rules. And weird stuff's going to happen. So uh, that's where my thoughts have been. Eddie, where, where in Canada do you live? You, you have kind of crossed the country, right? Like, you didn't always live where you live. Right. I, I now live on the Pacific Coast, right by the beach. Um, <laughs> but I used to live, uh, like three hours north of Toronto in Ontario. That's as far... No, I guess I lived in Niagara Falls. That's as far east as I ever lived, or outside of Niagara Falls, in this town called Welland. I know where that is. Well, I used to live in that that shitty little town. <laughs> I guess it's a city, but it's not very big. Mm-hmm. So you find yourself in kind of a kind of a new place, too. You, how long have you been there? Oh, I've been over here now for almost four years, I think. It doesn't feel that new. I go out a lot to like just walk around. I don't have I don't have any friends or anything, but I, I like go to the ocean and walk around. I don't go into the ocean because there's monsters in the ocean. Fire ants. I know and that. Shit. <laughs> so. The the ocean will kill you. Yeah, fuck fuck going in the ocean, uh, except for on a boat. So, but I've I've lived over here for a while, and then before where I live on the ocean. I lived in a rainforest. It was just this little town plunked right in the middle of a rainforest because there was a whole bunch of aluminum there. So they made this town to build a smelter. And was, was, it was this a rainforest in Canada? Yeah. Really? Yeah, it's uh, it was like um, it's not what you think though. Like where you think, oh, it's so balmy and stuff like that. Like it was warm most of the time, but it did snow, and snow in a rainforest is outrageous. Wow. It's like we got. 1.9 meters in like 36 hours once which really? is i don't know how many feet that is that's a lot of feet this is like taller than me i don't know what meters are feet now that i'm thinking like about it three three feet to a meter i think wow it was a, it's yeah. a it was a, it was a lot 
And that place is very remote. It was mile zero of the Alaska Highway as well. Oh. So if you drove like, uh, you know, 500 miles, you could get up to Alaska, depending on where in Alaska you wanted to go. Wow. I never thought that, you know, this is kind of being America-centric, but I didn't realize you could drive to Alaska. Yeah. You, <laughs> I there's just actually... see it on the map out there surrounded with... <laughs> this poor poor oh, people man. in this one town in Alaska, uh, all the stores are on the Canadian side of the border. So the borders are locked down now. So all the Canadians have been having to leave food out for them. Oh, no. Because the Alaska side is all, it's essentially just a, a tourist stop. It's called Hyder. And once a year, when the salmon run, like a thousand grizzly bears show up. Whoa. So they have it all fenced off down by the where the river runs, and you can stand up high and watch all the grizzly bears. But that's like that's all the town has. So hardly anybody lives there anymore. It used to be full of people that like, I think like most of Alaska where they're like hiding out from stuff. But <laughs> it's like the Canadian side has lots of stuff going on, and there's like nothing anymore. And it's funny, it's a the border crossing is like a, one of those swinging arms in a parking garage. Um, <laughs> There's a guy in the booth still, but it just has like, you know, it's pretty inf- informal. Informal? It's good though. <laughs> that's great. Oh, there's also yeah. a glacier. They have a glacier there, so that's cool. Grizzlies in a glacier. The t- the two G's you really need in life. Right. That sounds wonderful. Do they do you suppose they ever fight? I hope not. I think they're friends. They're like all against the man. Right. The grizzlies in the glacier just special uh, to be conspiring in the night. No, so Eddie. I, go oh. ahead. Oh, no. I was I was just gonna, gonna go insist. on with. Uh, no, you do it. No, you do it. I remember one of our conversations from a while back. You you were regaling me with some of your travels around Canada and how you managed to accomplish uh, traveling around Canada. Just by the use of waving a thumb in the air. So what's a what's a classic Eddie Generous hitchhiking story you can share with us? Because Kate's got some good ones too. I don't know if I mine aren't that great. Uh, one the coolest thing that ever happened, I think, was is like not cool at all, and it's really boring. But it's really weird too because I hitchhiked everywhere for years, and never once did I ever get pissed rained on. Like it never rained on me. Like, it spat sometimes, but it never actually rained on me. Yeah. So that's, like, my, like, thinking back, I'm, like, I'm, like, the luckiest hitchhiker in the universe. I guess there was one time I was hitchhiking down in the city. I got picked up by cops. It was in the middle of winter. And they're, like, you can't be here, blah, blah. And they're, like, haha, good luck getting back to the road now. And they drove me out to the middle of nowhere. And I had to walk to a, a truck stop to get anywhere. It took me, like, two hours, though, to get back. It was, uh, there was that time. And there was another time that sometimes I would like be out too long and I fell asleep in this guy's vehicle once. And I can't remember if I actually drove anywhere with him or not. So <laughs> it kind of be like, I'm like, was I drugged? I was like, I was so out of it that I wasn't sure if we actually drove anywhere or if, uh, anything. Cause he's just like looking at me when it, when I came to and I was like, oh, okay, thanks for the ride. <laughs> There's a. It's mostly kind of boring out there, though. It's, it's kind of like Uber, but for free. <laughs> I don't know. 
I don't know, Uber, you can just call them, I think, and they pick you up. Whereas, like, hitchhiking, you might walk all night. Mm. Yeah, that is, that's a good point. Don't you get worried about bears if you're walking all night? I never did, not around the city. Oh. Because uh, it's like, I don't know, most times I was hitchhiking. I shouldn't say most times, but like half the time I, I my entire life, it was like I left home at 6.30 so I could get to my job at 8.30, two towns over. Uh, and it was the same people pick me up every time. So uh, there was those, but uh, I don't know. When I Whenever I would take like trips places, because I used to take like little vacations in high school, I'd be like, it's, it's March break, so I'm going to just hitchhike somewhere. Those were more interesting because I was really young. Uh, I had this one guy, uh, now it was in Niagara Falls and he, I didn't realize until afterwards cause he, he was like, Hey man, let's stay in touch via email. I'm like, fine. And this was like early email. So you never got any emails from anybody. Uh, it was like, I had a hotmail account. It was like that long ago. <laughs> and this guy afterwards, he was telling me about how romantic the rain is on the roof of the car and stuff like that. So then I I, cl- I clued all the other things together. I was like, oh my god, that guy knew I was 16, and he was trying to like, you know, um, get get freaky. And I was just like, I'm not gonna answer this guy's email. Um, so, but that was weird. He like it, he's like, hey, do you think anybody will serve you at a bar? And I was like, oh yeah, I got my my brother's ID. I'll be fine. <laughs> so we went like drinking and stuff. And it's this, uh, turns out it's this kind of a, you know, like a 30-year-old pervert guy. <laughs> that was an interesting day. <laughs> so do you ever meet a serial killer? Because those are the stories every every mom tells her kids. But I never once met a serial killer. I was, some people that were kind of borderline that, like, could have gone that way. I remember, uh, and this is all, this is all in my head. I made it all up because I was raised to be like super homophobic. I was raised like they're the devil type thing. So I remember I got picked up uh, once by this guy in a, like a blackout van, like oh. no windows in the back, no seats in the back, steal everything. I think he was a welder, but uh, <laughs> he had a, uh, he had one of those, you know how dudes uh, like tough guys have uh, naked women air fresheners. Or they used to back in the day. I don't know if they still Uh sell those things. But uh, this guy had a naked dude uh, air freshener that I know is halfway through. So I immediately started getting paranoid. Because I'm like in my head like, you know, blackout van, gay dude. I'm dead. I'm raped and dead. Uh, uh, And then then we got like – I was going two towns over because it was for work. The, The dude's like, well, I only have to go this far, but I can drive you the rest of the way if you like. And I'm just like, no, no, that's okay. I'll just, I'll just hop out here. He's like, no, I insist. And it's like, nah, nah. And I remember, I was, he let me smoke in the, the van, so I kept a cigarette going the whole time. And my whole game plan was to burn his hand if he touched me, and then hit him in the throat and jump out of the van. That would work. But it was all, it was all, uh, you know, it was all in my head. <laughs> he was probably just a nice guy doing somebody a favor. <laughs> it's like, oh, I remember when I was a kid and needed a ride to work and fucking. <laughs> Hitchhiking with you. I'm gonna help I'm this like, guy out. I'm plotting this guy's death, and he's like just trying to. Oh, yeah. One one other time, I didn't get picked up all day, uh, and I had to walk all the way to work. And I found out why. Two days earlier, somebody had escaped from uh, a medium security jail, 
and was spotted in my area. So nobody was picking up hitchhikers because it was on the radio. Don't pick up hitchhikers. And it's like, you fucking jerks. I just want to get to work. You all know. You see me every day. I'm obviously not that guy. but uh. <laughs> So, yeah, when I eventually got picked up, I heard it on the radio. And they're like, the person who picked me up was like, that's what I was telling you about. And I was like, that's great. Because I was on the way home from work. Do you uh, do you still uh, catch a ride every now and then? No, not for years. No. Uh, yeah, I, I don't, I don't I can't see myself doing it anymore either. That'd be so weird here in LA. Yeah. <laughs> I have nowhere I, I need to be. I'm an old hippie or something. Well, when when you look like me, there's some things you just can't do anymore. You know. Yeah. You, you can't you can't hitchhike. You know, nobody's gonna pick up the uh, like I, I have a, 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 what doctors call resting psycho face, and, and so like I I could catch my reflection in. In a, in, a, in a window, like, I'll go out at work, I'll go out and get the mail, I'll be like, oh, what a beautiful day. And I'll be singing Walking on Sunshine in my head, and I'm like, oh, look, oh, geez, those birds are singing. Oh, geez. And I'll catch my reflection, and it, and it's just, like, sour, like, head down, looking like a psychopath, just just tight-lipped, and like, wow, this, this guy looks like he's ready to kill somebody. Holy fuck, that's me! I'm walking on sunshine, and that's what I look like? So I can't hitchhike. Nor can I skip. Um, <laughs> I I cannot shop for um, children's toys alone, uh, especially not girls. So if I'm gonna buy a, a present for like like a niece, I I need to have at least my wife, if not my son, with me, or possibly you know my mother. Like if if I, if I am there by myself and I'm looking, um, it's it's gonna be like I'm like hey. Hey ma'am. Oh, you dropped this here. Let me pick you pick that up for you. Oh, there. You, oh, it's no trouble. But you know what? Could you just walk with me over here by the toy section for a minute? Cause I gotta pick out a toy. People are gonna like think I'm I'm a fucking serial killer. But I have the absolute opposite problem. Like I could get a clipboard and like put my hair back and get the glasses <laughs> on. I could rob a freaking bank and nobody would even know I had a gun in my purse. I could. I know I could. <laughs> they wouldn't believe me when I demanded money. I'd have to shoot him in the face, which inside I think I might be able to do. So, um, <laughs> but you know, we'll see if it comes to that. Things uh, might take a turn for the better still. I mean, we're not at the bank robbing stage yet. Well, I'm pull- so the, the other day, oh, I wanted a, a, a leaf blower. I was at the at the hardware store. I'm social distancing, and they're like, "Oh, anything else?" And I'm like, I go to the guy. I'm like, "Yeah, I'll take. Uh, I, w- I will bet you for this leaf blower. If I can beat that girl over there in arm wrestling, I get this leaf blower for free." And she she worked there, and she was she was very petite, and they all laughed and and said that no, I had to come up with six hundred and fifty dollars for the backpack leaf blower. I was like. I said, fine, you know, that's 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 fine. I'm just gonna go run to a liquor store really quick. And then we didn't go to the liquor store. Instead we went and got our takeout order from the Mexican place and then we're driving back. As we're driving back, police SUV comes flying up behind us, tearing tearing up the road, just go flying up the road towards the liquor store. <laughs> and suddenly find myself very afraid that somebody's ro- robbing the liquor store and that I in fact am going to be uh, 
<laughs> Suspect one. Well, it was that guy in the in the tundra with the Packer plates, and he, he's he had the shaved head and the psycho face and the beard, and said he was going to rob a liquor store, and then he left, and then you know the rest, officer. It'd be kind of hard to weasel my way out of that. This portion of the podcast is brought to you by Quato's Forbidden Erotic Odysseys. Every erotic odyssey is custom-tailored to each customer's deepest, most forbidden desire, thanks to Quato's mysterious psychic powers. So put a towel over your lap, close your eyes, and take Quato's oily little hands to embark on a Quadacy like no other. That's Quato's Forbidden Erotic Odysseys. Open your mind. Uh. Welcome to... Welcome. I hope we got a lot of money for that one. Standard five dollars. Uh. Yeah, I tried to upsell them to the jingle so we could get seven fifty, but they they weren't having it. I don't uh. know. The whole experience talking to them was like kind of mesmerizing. I walked out of it feeling like I'd just been fucking hypnotized or something, and I kind of want to help uh, establish a, a breathable atmosphere on Mars now, but I don't even know how to start. Uh, I looked into. Uh, remember we were talking about it. Uh, I looked into making a shirt. Like I was like, well, how do you how do you do with the latex? And I was like, you could like you get a baby, a doll baby, right? Yeah. You just need some latex and time and maybe like some practice and get some like nice glaze and maybe maybe somebody knows how to do like kind of a mechanical thing. I don't know. I thought I really I'm really like that would be a good that's a good social distancing thing because I've been talking about social distancing before this was a thing. Um, yeah, I was like, don't touch me, people. It's it's better if we wave. Uh, well, that's that's how we got onto that. Was the when I was yeah. on the unnerving podcast talking about StokerCon and how many hugs there were, and you were like, oh, maybe just <laughs> just a fist bump, and then we got going on Quado and like five dollars to fist bump Quado, and then it got in, got much more strange after that. Because I I looked it up too to buy the thing. Like, so did I. Yeah, <laughs> it's expensive. Eh? It's more yeah, than your leaf blower. <laughs> <laughs> but still still uh, spend a lot of time staring at that price tag and thinking about the possibilities oh but you're going to have to think about it for real because you know where the next stoker con is right where it's in denver and that's that's practically only a few hundred miles that's from me that's hitchhiking range for you well other than the you know the ferries you just have to take two ferries oh, just to get to the mainland <laughs> oh big laughs yeah, it's funny <laughs> but yeah we we don't we don't tend to talk about politics on here either because in every once in a while though it, it does stick its little then head up but eyes like a little baby that's why i was gonna say baby baby <laughs> i didn't cry like a baby i cried like a full-grown man who has a lot of emotions kate but I, I will say that there's one other thing that's been weighing on my mind even more heavily than than the robot video game slaves, sex slaves that are bongs. Eddie, if you're anything like me, you grew up, you know, stacking hay and just bumping naughty by nature. I mean, shit, I was cranking their first album called Scuffing Those Knees back when they were still in East Orange, New Jersey, and calling themselves the new style, right? And I thought I'd see what they were up to these days, you know, 
Maybe there's a new rare acoustic version of OPP on the internet somewhere. So I type OPP in the search bar. I'm scrolling, I'm scrolling until I come up to something really odd. This is where it gets weird. So there's this town in Alabama called OPP, as it turns out. I guess the locals pronounce it OP. And something seems strange about it. And having just finished watching The Outsider, did you see The Outsider, Eddie? Uh-uh. All right, well, I'll pirate it and send it to you. All right. <laughs> and so I just knew. Did you read the book, though? You probably read the book. Oh, yeah. Okay. So I knew. Is that with an S, Outsiders? Or, no, just or out, one the, outsider. the Outsider, yeah. yeah. They made a TV series out of a Stephen King book. Is it a book? Uh, uh, right. I'm assuming it was a book. Yeah, it's a big novel. Yeah. So I had to pull the thread, right? And I found some things, and each each thing just led to more. And I just I felt like I got to share these. To start with, op, the city's slogan is the city of OPP Ortunity. I guess they probably just say the city of op Ortunity. <laughs> and East Orange, New Jersey, <laughs> their slogan is the crossroads of New Jersey. But what else happens at a crossroads? You sell your soul to the devil. If you're in Alabama... And you're like maybe a blues singer. I don't know. But so the East Orange High School mascot is the Wildcats. Okay. The high school mascot in op is the op Bobcats. Not really connecting that, are you? Well, you're about to because Naughty by Nature sampled Bob Marley for their song, (laughs) Ghetto Bastard. Yeah. Now it's starting to fucking get weirder and weirder. So op is the home of the Rattlesnake Rodeo which was canceled last month due to COVID-19. Meanwhile, all of the events in East Orange, New Jersey, have been canceled. Why? Also because of (laughs) COVID-19. I told you, it's fucked up. And there's actually a lot more, and I have it all kind of diagrammed with, like, red yarn and post-its and grainy photos and shit on, uh, on my kid's wall upstairs. And if I could move the computer up there, I'd take you through a whole bunch more fucked up shit just like that. But, you know, that's I – mean, what do you guys think of that? Wow. It's amazing. Yeah. The... It's, it's up there with Pizzagate, swear to God. No, this is real, Kate. This is real. <laughs> that is too. Oh, my God. You don't believe in Pizzagate? What's wrong with you? That place didn't even have a basement. <laughs> Not a literal basement. That's where they got it wrong. It was in the basement of your mind. Once you believe Pizzagate is real, you can go into the basement of your mind and you see the truth. Holy shit. I guess I guess I got a lot more interneting to do after we get done on here. You should talk to Quato again. Uh, that's uh, I learned that from him. He opened my mind. I gotta tell you, I like to spread out our sponsors a little more than than I'm about to, but I want to drop this one because I think I think it's gonna help fuel our conversation going forward for the next 45 minutes. Because I'm not stopping. You guys can stop, but I'm not stopping. <laughs> this portion of the podcast is brought to you by Still Swankin', the new album from Swank Master D. Part-time kung fu instructor, part-time paranormal investigator, full-time pimp. Still Swankin' features such instant hits as Ghost Booty Stank, Stable Full of Demon Hose, Must Be Ectoplasm, and 2020's Ultimate Club Banger, Twerk That Sweaty Voodoo Ass featuring Celine Dion. That's Still Swankin', the new record from Swankmaster D. 
Available wherever fine-ass music is sold. Ah, Swank Master D. Think about it all the time. I wonder if he's still alive. <laughs> ah, that's that's wild. You're always bringing up crap I forget I talk about. Um, <laughs> <laughs> oh, Swank Master D and his adventures. You know, I to scroll back, it's it's probably not as funny anymore. But I missed the chance. Um, like a year ago, I was in the kitchen and I was making toast and I was putting smuckers on it after it was ready. And I was singing a jam jam, a jam jam boree, a jam jam. You know the naughty by nature song, Jamboree? My wife course, thought yeah. I made it up. <laughs> and I was like, Nope. That's a real song. <laughs> but anyway, that's 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 no longer the topic. Yeah. Well, you know, you can't make fun of naughty by nature because they, because they would straight up shoot you, as Tupac found out. What? <laughs> they were like best buds. <laughs> Oh, no, I don't know about that. I don't uh, think that Tupac is dead. Oh, he's dead. You sure? 100%. I have heard differently. I think I've seen him around. Uh, Since I go to all the places he would have gone. Well, his corpse <laughs> is still hanging in a, in a cage on, on that one cathedral. It, Isn't that that gunslinger from the, the Old West or something? Oh, no, I, I don't know. I'm, I'm, I might be mixed up. But... Uh, <laughs> Um, I just want a quick uh, uh, mention to, to Tretch and, and Vin and KG that I don't really think you guys shot Tupac. You, 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 you know that, I hope. So uh, just playing uh, dogs. <laughs> but w- one of my questions about Swankmaster D, Eddie, is so can, can, you, can you take us through that one, you know, once real quick? Because did, didn't you get in like a little trouble for that or something? Like that was yeah. I well originally it started with this guy I knew named Danny, a real human guy, and he brought a Swank magazine in his class one day. Swank magazine is a uh, a magazine uh, featuring nude photos of women doing things with men and sometimes other women. So he brought it to class and I People started love. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Definitely consenting adult. They sometimes put eggs in or something. Um, <laughs> But they, uh, uh, so I, I, I called him Swank Master D, and then uh, he had this calculator for some reason. It was like a super expensive calculator you could write stories on. And I wrote this story about Swank Master D and our art teacher. And our art teacher crept up behind us when we were laughing away at this story. Mm-hmm. And it was very sexual in nature uh, mm-hmm. between uh, the fellow's name was Mr. James. Mm-hmm. Uh, so he didn't appreciate it, and... Uh, Danny Swankmaster D didn't know how to delete it because it was his fancy uh, calculator and he couldn't figure out anything. So he actually got sent to the office and uh, the principal made him read it to him. Oh. Uh, what I wrote. Oh. And then I got suspended because I shouldn't be writing these things. Uh, that was in the ninth grade. Um, so yeah, that's the the origin of Swankmaster D. Swankmaster D, uh, Danny. Dropped out that very semester too, so I haven't I haven't seen much of him. You know, I didn't see much of him after. I assume he went and worked in a mine somewhere or something. But uh, yeah, Swagmaster D. I've <laughs> never had a job in a mine. Have, have either of you? I got offered a job in a mine hitchhiking once. I was on my way to my job as a <laughs> warehouse laborer, and this guy who owned a mine way up north, he's like, hey. Do you want to make way more money? 
hitchhiking in mines. Well, they need he needed laborers. So and I was like, no man, coal or something or gold or it was it was probably it was Canada, so it was probably something stupid. It was probably like uh, you know a granite mine or something where it's like (laughs) salt, you know, as heavy as you can possibly get. Yeah, so I said no because it was. uh, He explained it to me. He was like a month on, two weeks off, and they sleeping in camps, and it's like you could make like a hundred grand. What are you, 16? It's like, yeah, I'm 16. I don't need 100 grand. I would have done it. I was too busy drinking. My weirdest job offer was I got offered to work on a shrimp boat where I would be going out and pulling the nets in. Because I said, you're a big girl. You can pull those nets. (laughs) Thanks. (laughs) But I I didn't take that one. When I was uh, shucking oysters in Florida, one of the guys shucking oysters with me came and he he was very serious and he he said hey you ever think about being a bounty hunter i said well i i just think of like i just like paused i, I guess i froze for a minute and just started thinking about boba fett and and his cool helmet and stuff and and i i kind of smile i go well yeah of course i've thought about being a bounty hunter <laughs> and he he was the sort who, like, I'm pretty sure he was really going to go and become a successful bounty hunter after this. And, and uh, dog yet? Uh, probably a little more discreet. Like, he <laughs> he had he had real-life ninja vibes about him. And, and yeah, you, you could see, like, he was the sort who, if you got a couple million under him, he'd, he'd probably... Go and be like Batman, only not like a jackassy costume with nipples on it or anything. He, he goes and gets more information and comes to me. He doesn't have like a printed up proposal or anything, but he just has it all laid out and and he, he just lays it out for me. And he's like, we need to get our our uh, weapons permits and and our private private investigator, blah blah blah. And this is how we do it. And this, you know, you go to the bail bondsman and you say, who are you after? And then we go and, and we stake them out. We find out their habits, find the best and easiest place to get them find their routine and when when they're most vulnerable when they're alone and then you grab them and then you bring them in and you know you need two guys for this and you know you've got a wrestling background and and blah 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 he's like super serious i'm like i'm like oh well you you know how i like to drink and stuff right (laughs) like when 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 i shocked oysters in in florida kissimmee yeah, a lot of our friends weren't. Uh, well, a lot of our friends were this were people who we'd we'd probably end up chasing down. So, so I was like, <laughs> I was like well, they all they're all gonna know me, you know. If nothing else, they they come into the oyster bar, and so I, I did have to pass on being a a bounty hunter in Florida. <laughs> Sometimes I wonder what could have been. Mm. <sighs> Just I ought to always say yes to everything. Well, saying yes to going to Florida in the first place was kind of a dumb idea. So I maybe should have. Right, dumb ideas are the are the best. I was having a pretty rough semester, and I had a buddy who was he was bartending in at Bennigan's near Orlando, and he's like, "Hey, just take a semester off, come down here. I got a job waiting for you, shucking oysters, make crazy money, and got a cool apartment and all this." And he really sold me on it. I said, "Yeah, I should take a semester off school." And go down and make some money. It was April 20th. Uh, I remember very specifically when my I was coming home. It's and a very special day. That was the day my flight was leaving. And 
we they kept me up very very late the night before and i was kind of worried i was gonna miss my flight i just basically partied in in kissimmee from january until april 20th when i came home because there wasn't money and people were starting to bug me or bug my parents for uh money that (laughs) they needed from me so my parents kind of said you know you should really come home and and stop fucking around and in Florida, and I said, "Yeah, you might be right." Back to Wisconsin, hooray! So when you've been living in in Florida, and and you step outside, and, ah, smell that Florida air. Well, it's kind of kind of garbagey. If you if you sleep until the afternoon, like we usually did, and then it's like been hot, and maybe it's rained once or twice during the day, and like kind of get the garbage in the parking lots and stuff, kind of cooking a little bit and some water. Like it gets a smell, and, like but the, you know there's yeah. palm trees. You know, those are nice. I like I I did like palm trees. It was super warm, and then coming back to to Wisconsin in the middle of April, I think there was probably a snowstorm when I got back there. Fucking always is. But I don't want to complain too much about snow because I don't live in Canada. Hey man, we only had snow for a week here. Well, but you did live in a rainforest where it snowed as <laughs> tall as a man in 36 hours. Yeah. Well, I've I've lived I also lived in Saskatchewan for a year, which is like right above like Minnesota by mm-hmm. a few hundred kilometers. So it was like cold as fuck, which is a variable, a mathematical <laughs> variable. We um, had a letter in in the mail sack last week from somebody in Manitoba. I'm gonna I'm gonna pull the pull the curtain back for for just a second and uh, reveal. Um, a regular listener don't don't listen to this part but i make up letters and say they're in the mail sack and one last week was from from manitoba so as i'm looking uh where manitoba is and what's there uh i did erroneously say that i thought it was straight above wisconsin it's a little off to the to the left but there's not much there <laughs> no there's a there's a town called churchill that is like if you go straight up as far as you can until you hit, uh, what is that? What is that lake? That's one of the big ones, the great ones. Um, it's uh, it's just like the other town I was talking about, but instead of grizzlies, it's all polar bears. Whoa. And it's not just once a year. They're there all year. So settlers they got a glacier. part of the world. Like in their furs and with their hats. Uh-uh-uh. This Mostly, is where you're going to live? Mostly in Canada, because Russia was going to come in and be like, this is ours. The Canadian government picked up our aboriginal people and were like, you live here now, asshole. Whoa. So they're called flag people. So huh. that's why people live were all over up there, because they didn't, they didn't live there for that long. Some places they did, because it's like part of you know where they got to when they crossed over from like, uh, the Inuit who came over from like uh, uh, Iceland or whatever, Iceland, Greenland, whichever one is up way up there where Bjork lives. Uh, Iceland. So this, they came over from there. But a lot of them that live in like really remote, stupid places, it's like they were flag people. Oh. Well, so our, our government hasn't always been fun. So those people who were in Iceland and had little boats made out of leather or whatever. And, like, could fit three or four people in there with some oars. 
and they see a whole big ocean that we won't even swim in on the shore, they said, we're just going to go see what we find. Fuck it, I'm doing it. How brave are they? <laughs> like, man, that's crazy. Maybe they followed, like, the fish, though. Maybe they were like, look at all these giant-ass fish. This is what we eat. I don't know of you. Well, they didn't have Netflix or anything. (laughs) It's like, yeah, do something. That's like brave, like you don't even see. Wife's a pain in the ass. Your kids hate you. Hey, 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 Frank. Everybody's got life. What do you guys think? You guys want to get in this boat with me and just fucking paddle off into the sea? Just shucking oysters one day, and some guy walks up and he says, "Hey, man, how do you feel about being a North American?" I don't know. All we got to do is get a little leather boat and float across this ocean. Maybe they went on icebergs. Paddling icebergs? Can you do that? I don't know. William Makel shows pictures of icebergs. I don't think you can move them around on your own. I'm not a doctor, so I don't know. I'll have to take your word for that, Eddie, because you do look like you could perform some surgery. I feel like I look like a beetle right now with all this hair. Like it's coming around in. Oh, oh! You can you not get haircuts? No, oh, that's shut down. Oh, I can cut my own hair. But yeah, it, it, it'll look like Brent's hair. Uh, yeah, I love. I, it, yeah, uh, I might uh, have to do that myself. I don't know. A freshly shaved head right down to the skin. God damn, it feels good. Yeah, I don't think it's gonna be the look for me. I'd need a, like a face tattoo. Maybe I could do it. A Mike Tyson one. Yeah. Or those like things that go down. I don't know what those are. Fu Manchu. I wanted that. They're like lines or dots that you put on your chin. There's a oh, name. Oh right, right. Yeah. Oh yeah. I thought you were just doing like so you look like a doll. Like you know, <laughs> like a. That'd be good. Like. Uh, yeah, permanent. It's a bit weird though, eh? Like it's one thing to like draw that in for Halloween or something. <laughs> but you know. When you get to a certain point and you've accomplished about all you really want to, you might as well tattoo your face. Oh, yeah, I'm on board. When I saw um, Pirates of the Caribbean with uh, Jonathan Depp and he had the eyes tattooed down, or, well, they were just painted on, but down his face, right. I was like, man, that would look really, really good on me. Yeah, I see that stuff and I think I am just never going to have an office job. I just never am. Anything I want to do, I can do with tattoos on my face. But then I never do it. I don't know why. Because I think it hurts. Well, it does a little bit, yeah, yeah. Especially, like, on, like, imagine on the forehead, that would probably hurt a lot. Because there's no real muscle underneath there to absorb it. Just right on the bone. Yeah, maybe just, start with something small. Well, just just see how it feels. Just just take, uh, like a like, a needle. And tape it to a pen so you can hold it better. And then just just jam it in a few <laughs> times and just check different spots and see which which ones hurt less than others. I imagine the I tip of the nose would get a, bad. A good one on the cheeks. Yeah. Right. My daughter did Cthulhu from ear to ear and all down her chest. It's pretty cool looking. I was a little jealous of that one. She said it made her cry. She's not really a crier. I saw this gal on a website. Never mind. I should, I'm not going to tell this story. <laughs> Would you ever a... split your tongue, Brent? No, but I follow a gal on, on Instagram named Tevra who has a split tongue. That's just so creepy. 
I'm very curious about it. Like, I well, I no, I couldn't because. Like, but then you're probably going to lisp really bad. I don't know. Do you ever hear her talk? Yeah, she talks normal. Oh. Tever Shea. You go follow her on Instagram. Tell her, hey, Brent, Brent, uh, Brent said to uh, check you out. No, maybe not. That's creepy. <laughs> Brent, Brent says Show you really your like your tongue. Says. <laughs> <laughs> she got bright orange hair. Crazy long acrylic nails. You'd like her, Kate. Okay. Except for she started complaining about, oh, I'm... I'm Turning 25 or some shit and thought, like, like oh, I'm all old. Like, I forget exactly how old she's because I don't stalk her or anything anymore. Right. And um, I was just super annoyed. Like, you know what? Shut up. When you get to be my age and you're 31, then you're old. <laughs> I saw this woman uh, using, she had big, big old nails um, in the, in the grocery store. And it's like quarantine uh, grocery shopping. So you have to keep like a big distance and they're limiting the number of people in at a time. And the lineups uh, to go to the till are forever because you got to stand like X number, you know, I think it's like two meters apart. Um, but she had these big long nails and she was in the middle of the, the fucking aisle and she was texting. But you, you know how they like when they got <laughs> the big nails on, they got to turn their hand funny and they're like just real slow with it and precise. And I'm standing behind her thinking like, this is how people kill each other during quarantine is <laughs> like waiting for people to get out of the fucking way because they got a text. I just waited. Cause it's Imagine like, I was being on the other end of that text. <laughs> well, Katie's <laughs> writing something. This is going to take a while. She's, you know, she's got those nails. Uh, they definitely made a, a comeback. Those nails. I see them all over the place on the TikTok. You're on TikTok? I, I thought that was for kids. It is for kids. But I I, the, if I don't listen to how kids talk, then oh, I can't right. write for kids. Sure. And it's also really cool just to look at all the stuff inside of people's houses. I think the Chinese government is geomapping with TikTok and uh, Pokemon, especially Pokemon. Everybody's <laughs> taking pictures of their whole house and neighborhoods <laughs> to get the Pokemon in there. And it's just like the Chinese government now knows where everything is. Well, that's fine, because we need to keep track of stuff better. That's true. Imagine if you called up the Chinese government, and you're like, hey, where'd I put the copy of uh, Night Shift? Uh, I had it I had it on the table, and then I took it in the bathroom for a bit, and then after I came in, I can't find it. And the, government, the Chinese government gets right back to you. They're like, oh, your cat Very knocked efficient. it off the table. Chinese government is like, survivor-type rules! <laughs> Ah, that would be more funny if that was the right book. That's not a night shift? <laughs> no, that's in Skeleton Crew. Oh, so it is. Damn it. It's been a while. Not for me. I'm an addict. Yeah, you I know that. beat him over and over? Yeah, I've been, uh, I couldn't, I haven't been able to read for shit since the, since the lockdown. And then I just started rereading Stephen King books and it's, I'm much happier. Because I know exactly what's happening and what's going on in all of them. I finished uh, Running Man this afternoon again. That's fun. Got a favorite? Stephen King? Mm-hmm. The Shining. I read it every year. It's like, uh, it's just, uh, it's the first year this time, though, was I finally got that swanky Cemetery Dance edition where it had, like, the original deleted first chapter or first portion. So I finally got to read that all the way through. I read it once. 
that chapter once before because I was at uh, the Stanley and Stephen Graham Jones lent me the copy of the book to read. But that was then, and I didn't get to read the whole book in order like that. I shouldn't I shouldn't even say this out loud, but I'm going to tell you guys, I haven't read The Shining. Wow. Either. I'll tell you. Wow. For, wow. For me, for me, no, I, I, I think I think you'll you'll appreciate this because um, this is this is kind of so the way the way Stephen King shook out for me was the first one of the first book of his that I ever read was Needful Things. Mm. And I was kind of like, well, huh, I thought he was and that's probably not not where to start. Somewhere down the line, I discovered uh, uh, the gunslinger. That was just that was just it for me. That's that's what I wanted to read, and that's that's kind of in a way, Chuggy was kind of my response to the gunslinger, where 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 Roland has this quest, and he's going, and he's he's moving ceaselessly towards this this thing, and he's very serious and stern, and Chuggy is just drifting, and he's fucking around, and he's drunk, and he doesn't really have a plan about anything, but he still winds up in and a whole bunch of shit. There was always kind of an idea that there was um, this alabaster chalice thing that is like a almost like a dark tower, but it's it's different. It's different. Trust me, it's different. And um, <laughs> so, but when do we get our next installment of Chuggy? I mean, he's just sitting around. He's got half a war fought, and it, I, I don't know what happened to him last. He slipped off into a onto a. A, a boat or something? Well, he he went. We're not supposed to talk about books that we've written, though. So um, I want to stop somebody, right there. Somebody told me to stop what I was doing and write a screenplay for for Chuggy Number One to be like a series, and Is so I'm done? here and I'm, it's well, no, it's not done because I need to have I need I need a, like a, like a weekend to myself where where uh, once I start I can't stop it stings, and the other thing is that. It all starts with an outline. I need about five to six hours by myself to, to get the outline. And nah, nah. I have a lot of excuses, Kate. God damn it. Should we close this thing down? We should. Well, before we go, I want to remind our listener to support independent publishers and authors. Buy their books, leave reviews, heck, even read them if you want. Thanks for listening to Destroy the Files. And huge thanks to our pal, Eddie Generous, for joining us. I've been Brent. I'm Kate. Wait on me. Oh, I'm Eddie. And I was part of the podcast where we say... I forget. Oh, you always say goodnight. Oh, I thought we were going to do... Destroy the files! I thought we were going to do uh, I'll See You in Hell, but you always say goodnight. I thought <laughs> last week we kind of talked about changing it to... Yeah, I forgot. I'll See You in Hell. Do it over. Do it over and I'll, I'll do it right. I'm not doing shit over and that's staying in. I'm not... Gunther, leave it in. Here, we'll be done recording. I'll shut it off, and then we can just delete it and get on with our lives.